Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Chris Spiegel Show where I discuss all kinds of things and topics that are interesting to me at this moment in time. Today I have been in the process of kind of like getting into a planning mode and structuring the next month basically because I already noticed like one twelfth of the year is gone and now it's been good. The last month in January has been a good process. Whoops. January has been a good process so far. However, I'm not necessarily excitedly happy with my results. I am okay with it, but not excitedly happy. And so I'm, I'm in this process of trying to figure out how I can make the next month even better, how I can start or continue increasing from here. And that... I'm coming across a lot of topics, and one of those topics is the topic of today, which is being yourself unapologetically and how that makes you execute more. And I have a couple of ideas surrounding that idea and, and that topic in general. And yeah, let's just talk about that. And if you have any thoughts on this topic, there's always a YouTube video of a podcast. So if you are listening to this as a podcast, you can find the YouTube version of that on my channel. And uh, then you can have a conversation there in the comment section. Or you can comment or reach me directly via uh, my website, which is in the show notes, as always. First, I want to give you a little bit of an overview of what I have been coming from or why this is an interesting topic. Depending on how much of my content you have listened to or watched, you may know a couple of those things, but uh, yeah, I think there's a couple of new ideas in here as well. Uh, the, the last few days I've been in this process of continually trying to get a little bit of a better grasp on my day, on the balance between client work and creating the balance between work in general and relaxation and enjoyment, as well as figuring out whether or not there may or may not be some kind of addiction going on with, uh, in my case, for example, having to watch a TV show or movie in the evening, or also uh, how much do I need to watch videos on YouTube versus create them. So I'm re-evaluating those aspects of my life. Uh, and in that process, it's sometimes hard because even though I may think a certain thing is a certain way and I would like to change certain aspects, usually that also comes with a effect on other people. One of those examples is if you, for example, at some point were to choose not to have or not to... Well, let's, let's reframe that to the opposite. Uh, it depends on if you, for example, choose to spend more time on your business and all of a sudden you don't have enough time or as much time to spend with family and friends. And all of a sudden those people around you may question what you're doing. And depending on how sovereign you are or how independent you are, you may or may not be able to uh, stick to your own way. And I have found that that's the case for myself very often that I have a th certain idea of how I want to do something and how much time I may want to spend on certain uh, things in life and how much time I need to spend with friends uh, or with family and also what I spend my money on and, and how I want to look and like 
rethinking those things and detaching from the baseline is something that is not really easy, especially if your value is also connected to the approval of those people around you or around me for that matter. So, yes, I'm, again, coming back to this moment, I am restructuring certain things and rethinking and kind of developing a life vision, a life idea of what do I really want from this point forward. And this has been a continuous process uh, over the last few years already, and it's not necessarily concrete to right now, but apparently, or for whatever reason, right now is something where it's kind of like shifting into a more of an energetic moving forward mode where I actually have the energy to do something about it and not just um, journal something and then stick to the same way that I have been doing before. Right now I have more of an energy that actually lets me move forward and change something. And that's really incredible and amazing because I think that a lot of those explorations of the last few years have been a major part of that uh, brought me to this point and even being able to do this. And this may sound completely ridiculous to some people because they're like, why the hell do you even care? Why don't you just do the thing that you want to be doing anyways? And like, no one should be able to stop you. And that's nice if you can live your life like that and, and it's great. Uh, and I would love to be able in the, uh, to be able and to be in that position, but for some reason I am not, and and that may or may not have many reasons, and it may or may not be based in childhood and and other things, past life experiences, what have you. Uh, but overall, it's a process to learn to go through this and to change certain things and certain aspects of life, and that's the big one for me that. Learning to change something that I may or may have gathered from a long time ago. And I'm sure that there are tons of experiences specifically for my own experience that I have kind of tried to uncover and find my way around that there are tons of things that I have at some point expressed, at some point I have done certain things and, and expressed myself in certain ways that... At those times, I was judged. I would say that mostly this also connects with uh, being a student or being a pupil uh, around 10 to 15 years old, where it's a really it's a really tough time because I felt very, or if I look back now, I, I can see that this person, this this younger version of myself, was very much someone who could be formed by the opinion of others because I wanted to be a part of certain group dynamics. I wanted to be part of certain groups in school and I wanted to fit in, so to say. But then again, I also had my own way and, and I wasn't willing to give up on certain um, ways of being and, and a certain aesthetic of my own life and how I wanted to live it. And And I wasn't willing to give that up just to be a part of a group, for example. But then I got the judgment for that. I got the judgments for being quote-unquote different and, and expressing myself essentially, and I didn't belong to that group. And so over time, those moments where I got called weird or I got called names and, and things like that, those shaped me in certain ways. And I... And 
now I have been spent a lot of time I have been spending a lot of time with re uh, figuring out how I want to move forward and how I can actually reclaim that. And I've mentioned before a lot of the work that I'm describing here and a lot of the change that I have been undergoing with this has been through the travels of the last few years. It has been uh, with a more or less regular meditation practice as well as yoga practice and working with a healer, specifically Candice Wu. If you're interested in someone, I will also put her links in the description again. Um, that work really is transformative and interesting to have that introspection, uh, introspection. However, if you don't have the means to invest in anything like a personal coach uh, or something like that, it may also be a really good idea to actually just simply start a journaling practice of writing long form, writing on your computer, on your phone. It doesn't really matter, just a regular writing uh, practice of thoughts and, and just streams of consciousness as well as questioning your own life and having that uh, check in with yourself that kind of thing i think that that's can really really be something that is impactful and and quite amazing so that's something that i have done uh, over the last few years i've worked with candace i've done the uh done a lot of meditation as well as just having time for myself and now as i am in a place where I feel like I have healed more and more of those uh, dependencies and I am now in a place where I feel more self-dependent and I'm, uh, I feel like I can be the judge of my own choices and I don't have to necessarily run it through a filter from 15 years ago where other people have made judgments about me and I took those judgments. Now I can reset that uh, filter. I can reset my gauge on how I want to interact with the world and that brings me to the point of uh, this topic. Because at the end of the day, I want to be doing more. I want to be breaking certain habits that I have taken on just because of those uh, external um, influences. I want to break certain routines because some things I do because, or I have done and I still do because of those influences from other people. Um, and one of the biggest ways of getting there is probably by breaking perceptions. Uh, perceptions that I have in my own mind rather than the perception that other people have of me. Uh, but it also comes with that breaking perceptions of other people because in the long run, it's really not that easy to just say I'm breaking my own perceptions. That work that I am describing here is mostly specifically that kind where I think that you think something about me. However, I can't ever know exactly what you think because you may never express it. Um, and if you express it, you may actually skew the expression because you don't want to hurt me because, or you, you have your own limitations. And so I think that you, say, you think something about me, but then I can't really know that. So I think that you think that I think. And then it becomes this really... Uh, down like it, it becomes the spiral of never-ending circles that just go in in on and on and it doesn't work so breaking perceptions is one about breaking my own perception of what other people may or may not think about me and also if or how they are judging me and i'm trying to step away from that trying to uncover my own reality my own uh way of being without the easy 
simple, oh, this is how other people get judged and how uh, I got judged in the past and, and, and things like that. So it's unbreaking those things. It's, it's rethinking that. One of the biggest ways for me uh, to get there was to um, basically also consume content that is not necessarily or was not necessarily in my domain of what I think is right. That has been something that has been quite interesting and enlightening basically to look over the horizon of what i would usually consume uh, one of those examples would be uh, to choose to actively watch youtube content or read content online by a political party that you are not part of yourself and the interesting thing and and i think that there's some research has been done on that as well is like depending on how considerably different the ideas are, it may or may not actually be able to be um, or finding a compromise between those ideas and understanding that other idea more. Um, but a completely different aspect to this is also, and that has been the one that has been transformative for myself in a major way, was to realize that I may judge the the political view that this person is expressing what was helpful however was that there were like there are people that are also standing behind those thoughts and and words and people so it's not a very one dimensional world and for me the the fear most of the time is if I do a mistake, then the whole world is going to judge me for that. The whole world is going to find my video offensive. Uh, the whole world is going to say that my content is stupid and nobody really wants to watch it. And reframing that and re like re-establishing a new baseline on that to say, no, uh, there are YouTubers that I don't like. There are political opinions that I don't like. Uh, there are ways of treating others that I don't necessarily like. And yet, there are people out there who gravitate to different people. And some people like the comedy that I don't like, some people like the political views that I don't like, and some people like the people that I don't like. And the same thing applies to what I like. I at some point heard a really interesting quote about the the fact that it's really hard to dismissing people based on their group identity. Because if if you do that and and it's really it's really hard sometimes it's it's something that I don't really find that easy because you may be leaning toward the right of the spectrum in politics politics. Who are or how do you characterize all the other people on the left. You can't just say that they're all stupid because then it would mean that 50% of all people on the planet or 50% of the people in your country are completely stupid. And then it doesn't really work that way because then it will also mean that those people don't ever make any good choices and it doesn't really function that way. It's, uh, it's not something that I believe. And so... Again, the, all those criticisms, all those judgments that I attach to myself are just 
judgments and and perceptions that are attached to me by someone who has an opinion. And that doesn't really work to just extrapolate that into the world and, and say this is the absolute opinion on this topic and I am the I am the one person that is wrong. I am the one person that is not uh, allowed to say something. I'm not I'm the one person that uh, produces content that nobody really needs. And that all those thoughts don't work. And so this brings me to this final topic. Uh, even though it may be a little bit all over the place because I'm just finding myself in a place where it's not necessarily completely uh, discovered yet and, and, and completely figured out. But I'm on this path and, and I want to share that with you because that's the, the way that I want this this whole podcast and my, my channel to work is to actually just explain what is going on and, and, and discover thoughts together and, and share thoughts in the comments as well. So I hope this wasn't too out there. But coming back to it, unapologetically and being more shameless in life and why I think that that's a good idea and how we can work with certain aspects of that. And the first thing is just the title itself of this episode, being more un unapologetic makes you execute. Because if you don't consider every single opinion out there and you execute, you do the thing, you, you can still apologize if you did something horribly wrong. But in the first moment, the, the first instant, you more so often I find myself not doing something because I'm mentally already apologizing to potential hypothetical negative outcomes. And that's exactly the point that I want to make here. You can't do everything right from the get-go. And you won't be able to provide something that everybody on this planet will love. That's just freaking impossible. So in a way, at some point, you have to be unapologetic, shameless, and put whatever you want to be doing out there. And the same thing goes for being more unapologetic with breaking routines, breaking habits, breaking perceptions. If you are held back by the uh, perceptions of others, if you're held back and working so hard to convincing everyone around you that whatever you're doing is the right thing, you're spending, a f you're spending so much time with that, mental energy with that. So again... Being more unapologetic, don't get holed up by convincing others all too much and be more shameless in your life. And that's my path that I am trying to establish for myself as well. It's nothing that I have figured out completely yet. I'm definitely on the path of trying to get there. And there's tons of tools that we can use for that. Another really interesting thing, by the way, is that breaking the perception of yourself in your own mind is something really interesting and mind-blowing in a way. Because the, the self-perception that I have of who I am may be the hardest thing to change 
at all. And that's something that I find quite uh, quite the struggle with because uh, I notice so often I would love to make more, I would love to create more. And then I notice my own perception of, but who am I if I don't watch all the YouTube videos that I normally would watch? Who am I if I stop consuming Instagram? Who am I if I'm not on top of the latest shows on Netflix? How does my perception of myself change if I choose to go for a run instead of watch a movie? How does my perception of myself change if I change normal routines? What about the things that I'm eating? What about the time that I'm spending and how I'm spending it? <sighs> it's it's an acceptance of desire for whatever there is in my life. And then there is a new discipline to try to change this, even though it may or may not be really, really hard in that moment. And usually breaking habits is really hard. And there's a ton of talk about habits on YouTube the last few years, at least from what I've noticed. It's uh, all the different experiments people are doing where they're trying out to meditate 20 days in a row and trying out uh, breathing techniques and different uh, different diet plans and things like that. And I am falling into that category because I feel like I'm. it's necessary for me to start trying those things as well because I can't quite be sure anymore what uh, everyone else is suggesting. And uh, the most interesting thing is that at this point also, and based on all of those experiments that people have done, um, it's quite clear that not everything works out perfectly for everyone. And that's one of those hard parts because how am I supposed to know what to do if I watch two people do an experiment on something? Let's say they're trying a certain diet or a certain sleep schedule, or a meditation practice, and I have, I don't know, four people and five different experiences. That's not really helpful. <laughs> and I'm trying to uh, distill what I would think is a really good life into my life, distill those changes, and actively work on them and, and actively become a new person and with that be more shameless be more unapologetic be more self uh, trusting less convincing at least toward others and more convincing toward myself and standing behind myself being who I am and expressing what I want and doing what I want with that as well and the interesting thing is that those moments are, like there are moments that are really, really strong and there are moments where I'm just blazing with energy and I want to just do it all at the same time and I just think like, yes, now I'm stopping to watch movies, I'm stopping to uh, spend evenings in front of the TV, I'm just going to be really active and working out every day. And we all have those moments and usually they don't last very long because it's too much or at least I found no way at this point to... 
do it that way. I'm going to talk about certain aspects of how I am tracking habits and, and how I'm trying to get on top of all of these things in the next few weeks with the videos and similar things that I'm publishing. And I have a, a plan laid out already for that. But it's also, again, the learning experience of myself and how I am going through that uh, that makes it all interesting uh, for myself. And, and then I can share what I am seeing based on that. One of the interesting things that I'm able to share already is that I am currently in the process of going back to a paper-based uh, note-taking and to-do list as well as habit-tracking system because I found that whenever I just track habits on my phone, it's something that stops very, very easily and it just isn't that important over the long run and I, I really lose the the fun in it. Because it's so digital, it's so, I can fake myself into it. I can just make the check anyways, or uh, I can undo it. And so I, I make the check first and then I undo it later. It's it's really not something that is very permanent. And so I'm now trying out this new system with a notebook and a uh, kind of like a bullet journal method to see how that goes and how I'm able to potentially change everything with that or at least have that as one tool in the tool belt to be able to change more. So it's going to be very interesting the next few weeks to see how I'm implementing, how I'm able to change, how I'm able to make a more interesting and active life. Another idea, by the way, that just hit my head again was that I'm... I'm toying around with this idea of uh, what would happen if I would live my life like a hyper-successful person. And this may be a completely independent episode at some point uh, to think about this more deeply and, and explore it also more deeply. But I'm just recently having, like, I, I just recently discovered this idea uh, of basically saying, like, what would happen if I make choices in a similar way to someone who is way more successful than I am and to just adapt that into my current life right right now. And what I mean by that specifically is to say like the daily routine, the media consumption, as well as certain team aspects one of those thoughts being, for example, having like at, the, at some point I just entertained this fun idea in my head to say like, what would happen if I would find myself a manager or an agent of some sort that would structure my day more to work with me to get uh, get my business more forward thinking, plan based, and also potentially set up collaborations that I couldn't even make happen or some stuff like that. Like this, this idea that a, a structured life would give me more uh, a way of being able to just move forward more strictly. And it kind of reminds me of the quote by Jocko Willing that says, uh, discipline equals freedom which is quite powerful, but at the same time also so daunting. But that's another 
thought for for another episode like I mentioned before. However, a couple of more thoughts that I want to share with you is uh, something by Jason Silva. Uh, and that was a video that I found on Facebook a couple of weeks ago or maybe months. And one of the most important lines in that video that he did, and, and I think that his stream of consciousness uh, videos are super interesting. Uh, and this one is specifically about control freaks and how like he, he describes himself as a control freak and wanting to be in control of pretty much everything around him. And, and that's also something that I would say about myself, that I want to be able to control things. I'm not someone who is easily giving up that control and easily just finding, uh, just starting something without having the end researched already. Uh, that's also something that I find, for example, with the choices in equipment that I make that I keep a very, very strong uh, or a very research-based life. So the word that, or like the words that he mentioned in this in this video that I'm linking in the show notes as well, was uh, to basically thank your angst and your fears for keeping you safe. Uh, because that's what they actually do. And that's the whole purpose of the biology of fear and angst is to have a check-in with you and say, like, are you safe here? Is this really a good idea? And the problem with that is that the the fears in a big way, and that's something that I've discussed a lot with different people throughout the years, is the fears that we face nowadays aren't the kind of fears that people faced when instincts were way more important and way more natural like this this tiger behind the bush isn't really that fear like that's not the fear that we should have that's not the fear response that we should have and yet it still is somewhat burned into our bones and some of those things nowadays come up and and show themselves again when we create a video with the angst that it's not going to be liked by certain people and all of a sudden that fear comes back and it is so stifling that it's not possible to move forward. But his response to this is basically to say, thank you, fear. Thank you, angst, for keeping me safe. But now, <laughs> shut the fuck up and let me live a little. And that's so interesting for me because it's so it's such a cool thought to say that to myself basically say that to my own uh i like my own fears in my body to say yep shut the fuck up i got this i'm going to move forward no matter what and and you can sit on the sidelines this is not the time for you <sighs> fun explorations good things to think about to explore and learn more about my life, learn more about the way that I am currently finding things and, and figuring things out and, and just stepping one step at a time. Now for the end, I hope you're having an amazing day already and you can make it even better by having listened to this and, and learned something or explore something with me here, uh, got some ideas. Um, I will continue sharing and uh, will also go into more detail about the different things that I have talked about today, the different methods that I am using to 
figuring out how I can change my life uh, in, in certain ways. And I will keep you updated on that with videos as well as uh, social media and uh, podcast. As always, you can just leave a comment in the description of the video. And if you are listening on the podcast version, you can find the video version on my YouTube channel. And if you want to just connect with me, you can also do that on my website where you can find my email as well as Instagram and all those things. And in closing, I just want to say a quote that I found while thinking about this idea also. And uh, that is by Paolo Coelho, I think. I'm probably buttering that name. And the quote says this. One day or day one. You decide. Let's make it day one. Ciao, ciao. And have a great day.